All right, we have an exciting guest on the show today, up-and-coming musician Ariel Miranda. She is local to Arizona. She's from Tucson, and even though she's only 20, she's already done a lot. She recorded her first EP at age 13. She's auditioned for American Idol, and she made it to the Celebrity Judges. Plus, she did a really fun local commercial we're going to talk about, and she's working on a new album right now with a new direction, and she's going to tell us all about it coming right up. Yeah. So tell me about when you first got interested in music, like who inspired you to pick up a guitar or play the piano or sing or all that stuff? So when I was about seven years old, I went to my first concert. It was a Miley Cyrus concert. And after I saw that, I was dead set on getting a guitar. I really wanted to get one, start learning it. So my parents, um, luckily enough, got me one. They got me lessons. So I started playing guitar then. And um, I'd always loved singing. Singing was something I just have always done as long as I can remember. And for my eighth birthday, I ended up getting an electric guitar, which came with an amp. I saw the little microphone input, needed to get a microphone. And once I got that, never put it down. And then kind of started building off of there. So got into a very young age. So eight, you were singing and playing guitar simultaneously. Eight was when... I started electric. So I did acoustic and electric. And then I would say simultaneously probably wasn't till I was about when I started middle school in like sixth grade. Okay. So probably 12. And then when did you learn piano? Is that something you take lessons for that as well? Yeah, I took lessons for like a year or so for piano. Um, and that kind of just got thrown in the mix that and ukulele. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy. Like I was, cause I was looking at your music and I was like, Oh, one of these, this uh, album was released in 2016 and I'm looking at, you know, I'm like, how, and then I figured out, so you were 13 when you released an EP, which is crazy to me. I was 13. I was playing Nintendo and GI Joe's and you're making, you're putting out music and it's like professional music. It's like really well, uh, w- uh, well produced and sounds great. Did you write those songs? You, yeah, I did write those. I wrote them when I was 12 and was able to put it out when I was 13. So Wow. You must have somebody helping though, right? Or a producer or somebody? I did have a producer, yes. I got it produced locally here with an amazing producer, Stephen Lee Tracy at St. Cecilia Studios. And um, that was my first experience in a recording studio. So back with that first Golden Aces EP, it was all new to me. I was just getting into it. So um, it was it was a whole new experience, but I learned so much from it. And I'm I'm so glad that I started it then. And was able to do. Yeah, absolutely. Cause those songs, I mean, they still sound pretty good. Like use used to be is a very well-written song. It's crazy. That was, you wrote that when you were 12 or 13 or whatever. <laughs> and then the girls anthem, like, do you still play any of these? Cause I feel like girls anthem, you could play that with all the bachelorette parties happening in Arizona all the time. I haven't played, um, songs off of that EP probably in like a year. I would say when I first started gigging, I was doing I think girls anthem a little bit and used to be, I was doing, but I haven't done them in a little bit, but. Okay. What about, um, I think a more recent song was stolen art. That's a, like a catchy, more pop song. Um, do you still put, perform that one? Yeah, I'll do that one sometimes along with the thoughts and, and alone. Okay. Yeah. Alone. That, that's a, uh, kind of a slower, somber, uh, a pop song, but kind of a, I, would you call it a ballad? I don't know what, how you describe it, but. 
Yeah, I felt like it was more like a ballad song, definitely. Yeah, and then what about? Tell me about the the um, the latest single, "Wasted My Youth." Uh, that was uh, 2022. So this is kind of like going to be the new style. It's going to be more alternative uh, with electric guitars, which I really love. And uh, but the pop is still kind of mixed in with it. Yes. Yeah, that is. Um, yeah, that was kind of the start of a new direction of where I'm wanting to take my music more of the alternative pop side rather than just the pop side. Um, pop. I've always like I love all genres of music. I have an appreciation for all of them. But pop is what I've been what I really grew a love for mainly. And then as I started writing more and listening to more music and just getting more exposure to more music, as I got older, I kind of pulled in a lot more interest for the alternative side. And I was like, I can kind of mix these two together. So um, Waste of My Youth was the first song I put out going into that direction. And um, now I have written, so I have so much music that I've written that I am working on getting recorded because it is, so much different from all the stuff that I've put out in the past. It's wasting my youth, but even newer and more so in that style. So I'm very excited to to start recording those because it is more of who I am now as an artist. I feel like I really have found myself over the years. Um, so I was I was really excited to take that step though and changing making that. It was a small genre change, but to me it felt big because it was it was a big difference adding the electric guitars and not so much only since, but still having them underlying. Yeah. Well, and I think now are you going to put out a whole album? Because I feel like if you have a whole album, you can kind of, you can mix the genres. You can have a pop, pop, pop song, you can have an acoustic stripped down song, you have a piano, you could have electric guitar, you could do all of it, right? Yes. I actually have started writing my first album. Um, I'm almost done writing it. And now after, when I get completely done, I've started looking at some, studios um here in tucson to record at um i'm not sure exactly where i'm gonna record yet but once i find that i hope to get started with that really soon because i do have lots of ideas for that so i'm very excited for this new wave of music that's i'm excited to hear it yeah i like this I mean, when i look at the stuff that you put out when you're 13 and then to see the growth it's going to be i can't wait to see what happens the older you get the music's going to get better and better it's amazing <laughs> thank you, you yes. have a producer that you've lined up? Is it going to be that same one that you've been working with or, do you, or are you kind of still shopping for that? Um, I'm still looking around right now. Yeah. How, are you um, plugged into the Arizona music scene at all? Cause I noticed like on your Instagram, you're, I don't think we have any mutual connections, which is crazy. Cause usually people in Arizona, it's like, okay, we're all following like the same, you know, 50 or hundred people or whatever, but you don't seem to have uh, met a lot of the Arizona musicians or have you? Um, I have like locally here, I would say in, in um, Tucson, as far as like having like a manager or agent or anything like that, I don't have anything like that. But I have met some people for um, definitely musicians here in the in the local like Tucson scene, I would say. Oh, so more so Tucson, but um, not as much like the Phoenix, because sometimes you're up here, right? In Phoenix, Scottsdale area as well. Yeah, I had actually for like my first or this summer will mark about two years of me officially gigging. But for almost like my entire first year, it was mainly, I was doing like only gigs in Phoenix. That's just where I was able to find them. So I was going up there like two to four times every single week, making that drive up there to do those gigs. So I did them though, more so at like restaurants, hotels, different places like that rather than venues. So I didn't get to meet 
a ton of musicians like on the musician side of it but um yeah I do I do want to meet more uh musicians up in Phoenix and and Scottsdale area because the music scene up there is just amazing so yeah and it seems to be uh growing we're getting some new venues um I don't know if you've been to like Bell's the Nashville kitchen a place in Scottsdale but it's really cool they have live music it's I feel like it's every time I go in there, I think it's all day from open to close. There's a different person. It's usually just like a solo person with a guitar, but you'd be perfect for that. Yeah. I would have to check that out. Yeah. What about, um, are you familiar with like the Roger Klein and that his whole thing, what he does, like the circus Mexicus and the January jam down at Rocky point. I feel like you'd be perfect for that as well. Yeah, that would, yeah, I've, I've heard of all of that. So definitely always looking into different things. I'm very, always trying to find new things so <laughs> yeah you because you've also done shows um talk about the shows you've done in california you played uh huntington beach that sounds fun the weather there would be amazing i would assume i would think most was, of the time yes it was so fun um it was a uh like kind of a crafts fair market thing that they did um right like along the beach so that was uh last summer yeah like last july august so i went up there I think in July and August for the whole weekend. And I got to provide the entertainment for that. So that was super fun. Uh, when I first started gigging, my first like official gig was at the third street promenade in Santa Monica. They had had um, like a whole stage set up and that was like a really, I, I love doing that. It was great exposure and I met so many people and it was such like a, I mean that the third street promenade, there's so many tourists and just like everybody there from like everywhere. So it was really fun to meet different people and and um just hear where everyone was from and everything and then try to think california was also i played at the orange county fair as well mm -hmm. last summer and uh yeah so just different different events here and there because i love to uh to travel and be able to perform wherever i'm i'm able to to get an opportunity absolutely yeah does that help you build the fan base like do you do you notice like after you do a show, you're like, oh, I got like five to 10 new followers or is it like maybe one or is it a hundred? Like what is the average uh, boost you would get from a show like that? In California, I do notice like whenever I perform in California, it's way more than, um, than here. It would be more so like, um, some, some days are like really like 20, like 50 new wow. followers, which is like, especially at the third street promenade like it was just so many people but they were also just there to like enjoy like every aspect of it because they were trying to take it all in and and so i feel like people are more willing to rather than being at like maybe a restaurant where they're just eating and weren't like looking for the music but they got it anyways yeah um, so yeah but for average like on shows i do i'd say like mm, around like five ten fit like you know on some sometimes we'll have a really good day and I'll be like, Oh wow, that's, that's so great. Like, um, I always get so excited when it comes from like people who saw me at the show and we'll go to, to look at my social media who like took the time to do that. I think. Yeah, no, that's totally me. Like I saw it at high wire and I was like, Oh, she, like I see a lot of live music and I was like, Oh, she's, she's got talent. I better follow her. And then I think like, I kind of forgot. And then I think you posted something and I was like, Oh, I should have her on the show. Like, yeah, but you have like a residency at Highwire, right? Or like, I mean, you play there like every week. I don't know what you call that. Like, um, Highwire, I do probably like once a month. Hmm. But right now, my residency is at the Monica. It's another um, restaurant downtown. Really, right, really, 
really close to high wires. So okay, that, that's my one residency for right now. Would you be doing any show? I know you're, you used to do a culinary dropout like in Tempe, Scottsdale, Gilbert, uh, but that was kind of a while ago. Or would you be doing shows up up here like this summer or something? Or when do you, because it looked like you were kind of had a pattern of coming up either to California or here in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, for the Phoenix ones, I don't have anything set in place right now, but I have been wanting to, especially with, like you said, with the summer rolling around, I do like to try and travel a little bit more with the Phoenix ones. I was doing them like all the time. That was that's like my crazy that you were going up two to four times. That's a lot of, a lot of driving. Yeah. Yeah. It just ended up being cheaper, you know, to, to drive it up and back from, cause it's only two hours from, from Tucson then get the hotel and like stay the whole weekend. Oh, which, okay. Like would have been easier drive. It wouldn't have been as many miles, but it's, it's also adds to the experience. <laughs> Now, do you typically get paid when you have a, a gig like that, or is it just a hundred percent tips? Uh, I get paid plus uh, the tips. Okay, those the tips like, and it's smart because you guys now. I've seen a lot of musicians. I think you did this too, where you have like the Venmo and stuff because nobody has cash yeah. anymore, so people could just Venmo you five bucks or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people are like, "I don't have any cash on me. Like, do you have Venmo?" I'm like, "Yes, I got it." <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. Um, and then, uh, tell me about this. You did do the Alice Cooper's, uh, proof in the pudding show, right? Didn't you do that? Yes. I Is that did like for that. younger that was, musicians or what? What was that? Is that for, is that kind of like for younger musicians, like kind of like showcasing, uh, people in the Valley in uh, Arizona? Yeah, I think it was up to like 24. 24. There is an age limit, but it's, it focuses on like youth and um, musicians. Is it a con? Is so, it like a battle of the bands though? Or how does it just, is it just like, here's 20 artists? Yeah, it's kind of a battle. Uh, yeah, I would say battle of the band style. And they'll have, they, I think they, yeah, they separate into solo or to soloists and bands. So they had a winner from each, which oh. I thought was really cool because it, it actually, you know, it wasn't like, because soloists and bands, you know, it's, it's really hard to compare them. They have all of their own unique things going on. So, but the fact that they had the two different like categories, I, I thought was really cool. How did you yeah, do it? Mostly that? like youth musicians. Yeah. Did you finish well? Or did you... Um, I think I got it to the sem- semifinals. I want to say I did it two different years. Oh, okay. So I think I want to say both years I got to the semifinals. I know. I think I got some finals both years, but I was never able to get to the finals, unfortunately, but it was, it was really fun. There was a lot of different rounds and I should go to one of that. Sounds, that sounds like a lot of fun. And then uh, tell my audience about uh, it, you, it, obviously you tried out for American Idol. That was a big one, 2021. And you got to, you got to the judges. It was Katy Perry, Lionel Richie and Luke Bryan. So talk about that experience. Yes, that was super fun surreal time um it was so when i originally auditioned it was their first year of doing like completely online auditions because it was when covid had hit and so when i auditioned it was all online the whole process and i went through a bunch of different rounds and I finally got like the call back of like you're actually you're gonna go to the judges round and i was like that is so surreal because I've been auditioning for you know these tv shows like AGT the voice like all these forever 
and to finally get to a round that's like the first taped round was the coolest thing to me. And so, yeah, it was up, it was in Ojai, California. It was the uh, location that I went to for it. And it was about a week long thing, which I did not realize, but I should have known more goes into it than what meets the eye. Um, and it was just a bunch, like within that week, aside from just doing the audition, there was a bunch of all these other parts that went into it between like doing different rehearsals, interviews, like different media promos and stuff like that. So it was a very, um, it was, I learned so much from it. I ended up, I didn't get to move on to Hollywood week. Unfortunately, I got two no's, but I did get a yes from Katy Perry, which was definitely motivating. And, um, it was, I learned so much from it. So it was a really cool experience. I'll never forget. And I do want to part. It was it on TV. It did not get aired mine. No. Okay. So what was the, they gave you some advice though. I think that you mentioned that on your Instagram. What was the advice that they gave you? They had told me to kind of find myself more as an artist and uh, get some more experience and then come back again. So at that time I was in my senior year of high school. Also, like I said, it was when COVID was going on. I'd been planning on trying to start doing gigs because music has been everything to me. And I was like, I want it to be a serious official thing. This is what I want to do. So as soon as I could start gigging again, um, was when I did the night fall the following summer. So I did, I was able to get the experience that they had suggested and finding myself as an artist. I feel like I've done a lot of self-discovery for that. And when I did go into audition, I ended up doing a cover song and I had somebody accompany me on the piano, which was very like off brand for Ariel, I would say, because I'm usually it's always me and my guitar. And so I feel like at that time, I I had an idea of who I was in an artist, as an artist at that point. But I feel like I should have went in with an original, with my guitar, being more true to myself. So I do feel like I needed to find myself more. And so, you know, looking back on it, I've, I've seen that. And I, I feel like I've grown. I hope I've grown. I definitely have learned so much since then. But that was kind of their their main points. And then they said, you know, try to come back again later. So. I want to keep trying again. Hopefully I can make it to that place and hopefully further. That's awesome. I love to hear that. That's, yeah, I, I think you definitely can. You're super young. Um, did, was part of finding yourself kind of changing your look? Cause I noticed your, your look has changed since then. So is that part of like the kind of like rediscovery or self-discovery or whatever you call it? I'm yeah. Yeah. I would definitely say, I don't know if it was like super intentional, but I always like, you know, I, when I was like performing stuff, like, I never used to wear makeup. The first time I ever wore makeup was when I did American Idol, actually. And I'd always had my like brown hair, just brunette hair. I'd never had much color in it. And I always wanted to do like some kind of drastic change. So and it was, ended up being when I graduated high school, right before I started gigging. So kind of all like came together at that time. So I definitely feel like the look was incorporated into that change at the same time as like the genre change and figuring out all the stuff. Yeah. So it, remind me again, um, I know you said that the, you're going to move more towards like alternative, which artists though kind of uh, inspired you to do that? Like which uh, bands are you listening to or, or uh, solo artists or whatever that kind of inspired that change? I would say like Avril Lavigne has always been a big inspiration of mine. Um, also like Maggie Lindemann. I don't know if, if you know. Who? Maggie Lindemann. 
Okay, I'll I will Google that. I always look stuff. I'm always is that a newer artist or? Yeah, she's. I mean, she's been putting music out forever, but I feel like she's gotten a little bit bigger more in the past years. She also started more so on the pop side and then went more like pop punk kind of alternative rock. So I would say th- those are definitely two of my biggest for that particular genre of music. Okay, perfect. I love it. Um, and then uh, this was cool. I just because I, I was reading your website and it said that you did an uh, EG's commercial. So first of all, explain to people who don't know Tucson what is EG's and and why it's such a big deal. And how did you get that commercial? And it's like really cool. It's like you made this. You made the song and the video for it. <laughs> so um, EG's is uh, like I guess you would say like a shave ice kind of thing, but better. I'm just obsessed with EG's. I've like everyone in Tucson yeah. is <laughs> <laughs> like flavored like shave ice but better just imagine that and so with that i'd contacted eg's originally because i'd seen that they were doing a segment on their youtube channel called vibes and it was when they would have uh different like local artists come in um and perform a few songs some covers original you know something like that and i had uh that was also when I was first getting into gigging and stuff. And I was like, that looks really cool. Like that's a really cool opportunity. I wonder if I could get, do something with that. So I reached out to them for that. And that's initially what I had been doing. And then they had brought up the idea to me, like we're going to be doing this commercial, um, this promo for the flavor of the month. I think it was like August, it was peach and berry. And they were like, we want to kind of do a remake of, uh, Justin Bieber's songs, uh, Peaches. So they're like, would you be interested in doing that? And I was like, yeah, that sounds so like so much fun. I would love to do that. And uh, there, and I asked, I was like, is it something like, can I write, you know, a little bit for it? Or like, how is it going to work? And they did let me uh, contribute to that. So I was super excited that I got to write uh, that little segment part for it. And in like the style of EGs and like Tucson local. Um, so that was really fun doing. And then the video we shot at one of the EG's locations and kind of was just like a little, a a fun little thing to dance around to the, to the promo song. So that was a, that was a different, it was different kind of writing for me, but it was super fun and I had a great time. Yeah. It turned out super well. I haven't, I mean, I haven't tried the flavor of the peach and berry. Did they still have it or is it only, that was the flavor of the month. So it's gone now. Yeah. It was just the flavor of the month. Cause they, they do usually like different kind of promos and they'll make some really cool videos. I know sometimes they've had like dancers or different, different things for flavors of the month. So that was what well, they did that month. But yeah, I think it's in August. It's an August flavor. So soon. Okay. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So would, or they would bring it back in uh, this August you're saying, or yeah, they had it. Yeah. Cause that was two years ago. So, and they had it last year. So I, I'm hoping I hope I'm not lying. Do you get like a royalty from doing the commercial? Or do they just play it like a flat rate for that? No, I just did that one. Because that they was when I started. Oh. No. Yeah, I see you need a manager. You need somebody to negotiate. That looks really <laughs> professional. It's, well, it is really cool to have on your resume. That's for sure. Well, they did all the video. Like they had all of their own um, people who they're working with for the video. And it turned out. Um, so cool. So everyone that I worked with, so amazing. It was a real time. Yeah. So I think, I think actually when I mentioned that I saw, I kind of forgot about you and then you posted something on social media. I think what you posted was the Taylor Swift concert. So talk about that. Cause obviously you're a big fan, 
but how did you get such good seats? Because I was looking at the nosebleeds and I was like, yeah, I, I can't afford the nosebleeds. You're like, I don't know, two rows or front row. I mean, you were really close. How did you get those seats? Um, I, I was able to get them because I don't know if you know what happened with the whole sale when Ticketmaster went on sale and just like shut down and everything. Yeah. Um, I was lucky enough to get through with that and get them when they first went on sale. And I'm like, so, I'm so weird about this. I love pre-selling tickets. It gives me like such an adrenaline rush. <laughs> um, I was literally doing it this morning. Like I, I love to just like get on there and just see like what the best seats I can get. Cause I've gotten very like fast at it and, um, know kind of my way around like what times to get into like kind of in my mind, maybe I just tell myself this and I get lucky all the time, but in my mind, I figured out how to like get through like that second earlier that puts you a little head in that queue. How, how do you but do that? Because people like will get on when it's like tickets go on sale at like 10 a.m. on standard time. Like they'll just get on at 10 a.m. But usually they'll say like arrive 10 minutes early. I usually always get there like an hour early. And then anytime between like, it seems like it's more like 70 or no, 13 minutes before is when it actually like opens. So you just keep refreshing that main page because it's okay. never like dead that on the like 10 or 15, it's right in between. I don't know if that made any sense of what I just described. No, it totally did. So basically get like, in an hour early and then you can start to keep hitting refresh about 15, 13 minutes earlier. You can get in 13 minutes early. Yeah. Cause usually they'll be like, get there either 10 or 15. And then it's usually about two or three minutes before that, depending on like, the site that you're going through and which venue it's at, it might be like different, but um, yeah, it, it kind of, it seems like it pushes you through ahead of like of the line. Cause I've always, I've always ended up getting pushed through. Like I haven't encountered, I hear all these crazy stories about getting tickets and I feel so bad that like not everyone gets them. Like, I don't know. No, <laughs> I that's problems with them, which I'm, I'm so, I'm so grateful for because I've gotten to, to experience yeah. a lot of different artists, which is, I love going to concerts. I've been going, like I said, since I was seven. So it's what other so shows have you seen that? Uh, oh gosh, a lot. Memorable um, ones. Uh, one of my favorite. I love. Well, Taylor Swift. I, I feel puts on like the best show. But um, one of my other favorite ones, uh, Ellie Golding, and mm -hmm. um, Lord was. Those both were really standout shows. Um, I've seen. A Sheeran, Selena Gomez, Sabrina Carpenter. Um, trying to think. I've been to, I've been to a lot over the years. <laughs> yeah, no, that um, sounds. So, what was your reaction to the? Because um, I just saw a clip of it, the Taylor Swift when she did the swimming pool thing. That was so cool. I was like, how did they do this? And you were like right there, right? Yeah, and it was on night one, so I hadn't been on. It wasn't like it had been posted on. Yeah, it was all new, and I was like, what just happened? Like, what? Where did she go? Um, also, I will say where I was sitting, because I'm 5'1", so I'm super short. Um, the stage was super tall. Very, very tall. Very much taller than I am. Um, but so I was front row, like, at the end of the, like, the catwalk. So in my mind, I was like, I'll get, like, a, a straight-on view. But it was kind of, like, higher up. So, half, like, mm -hmm. some of the time I wasn't able to actually i'd have to watch through, like the screens and stuff because i couldn't like actually see it was just so tall but when she disappeared like i was like what happened i was like more confused than watching it from like the like a bird's eye view but then yeah i was like it was so cool though i don't know how she did that 
Yeah, that was a cool trick. I mean, I've been to a lot of concerts too, but I've never seen anything like that. Like props no. to her stage person, whoever did that. That's, that was cool. I, yeah, it was insane. Yeah. So what are your, what are your goals with music? Because it seems like you're all in on this. Like I look at your website. I mean, I, I talked to a lot of musicians and they say, Oh, I want to be huge or whatever. And then like I go on their website and like, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. You have like shows lined up. Uh, I mean, it seems like you're all in on this, right? Yeah. Music is my number one focus and passion. Like it's what I've always wanted my life to be. So it has all my energy. Um, I just like main goal. I just want to be able to share my music with as many people as I can reach with it. Um, I hope when, I hope I can continue growing how many people that is, but I love just being able to reach people in music. Cause it's one of my, one of my favorite things about music is how it really connects people. Like everyone has their own things going on. Um, and everyone has their own lives, but music is something that I feel like always brings people together. And I think it's just such a beautiful thing. So I hope that in writing my music that I can make songs that are relatable and help people. And, you know, music is what I always turn to. And if I'm having a great day, like best day of my life, worst day of my life, music is always there to accompany. There's always that soundtrack. And I hope that I can someday be able to write music that will offer that kind of comfort and for other people. So has all my focus and I just want to keep growing what I'm doing. So doing more and more gigs, hopefully lining up, you know, bigger shows as I, as I can move on. I, I really want to do, um, uh, like I said, I'm working on an album. I'm really excited for that. Cause I have never done a full album before. I've always been writing, but I haven't been writing. I've never written as cohesive as I feel like I do. I have been lately. And once I noticed that I'm like, I think this is like a good time. I'm, um, I'm 20 years old. I just turned 20 in February. And I was like, I just feel like it's a good time because the music really seems to be coming together. And I think I really have found myself as an artist in the direction that I want to go. So along with that, I want to try and also focus on trying to start doing some of my own shows at like local venues here. Um, Cause you know, I gig all the time, but it's at like restaurants, hotels, different events and stuff. But and it's also like, you know, cover songs mixed in with the originals. So I really want to work on uh, just making a little show, start small, uh, show my own, just all originals and doing hopefully maybe a, like a local venue here sometime soon. Yeah. I mean, we have uh, venues up here in Phoenix, too, that you could, I mean, some some smaller stuff that would be great to start at like Mar or sorry, it's not Martini Ranch anymore. What's it called? Wasted Grain and Rebel Lounge. And there's all sorts of places up here that do that. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. What about um, songwriting uh, collaborations? Is there anyone that you've reached out to to maybe collaborate to write some songs together with? Not at this time. I have not done that yet, but um, definitely something in the future. Maybe could work out. I think that would yeah. be cool. Is this your main thing? Are you in college now too, or are you just doing music? No, when I graduated, I um, decided to take a gap year and I deferred my acceptance and scholarship and everything so I could take that year and really put myself into the gigging seat, um, make sure, like I said, I always wanted music to be in my life, but I was like, you know, I need to make sure and I have that in case I want it. So I was there if I wanted it, but um, I just, I enjoyed it so much and I, I just, it has just been growing ever since. So I feel, I felt, um, I felt, I felt strong enough to say like, this is what I want to do. Like I, you know, I was kind of my safety net of that one year, but I 
that was a year ago. <laughs> I made that decision to drop that and get walk away from that. So, um, wow. I love that. I love hearing <laughs> stories like that as an old man. I'm like, that's yes. Like I was going to, that would be my advice to you is like, go for it, go all in. You can always go back to college and stuff. Yeah. You can go <laughs> whatever, like, no, go for the music thing. Cause otherwise you'll just regret it for the rest of your life. So that's awesome. I, I'm so here, glad to hear you say that you made that decision that you're all in on it. That's awesome. Thank you. It's so nice to hear someone supportive of that. Cause I've so many people in my life have been like, wait, you're not going to call. Like you're doing what? Like what's, what's your real plan? Like that's your backup, but what's your real one? I'm like, no, it's, it's music. Like that's number one. So, yeah. you know, some people think I'm crazy, but then, so then I do get the support. So it's both ways, but yeah, no, I mean, I think the college is always going to be there, right? I mean, maybe you won't have yeah. the scholarship or whatever, but uh, you'll be fine. I mean, and also like, then you go, well, what am I going to do with the, the college? Unless you have something else that you're really interested in. Like, I don't know what that would be, but it sounds like you're all into music. So I would go all in for that and, uh, and just let that, you know, path go. Maybe if you don't end up being a performer, maybe you end up being a manager or something. But I think at this point, I mean, I, I'd say performance all in. I mean, maybe when you're like my age, like, you know, you're in your forties or something, then you can go, hmm, maybe I should think twice about this, but in 20, no, 20, you got to give it at least five to 10 years. I mean, and I interview these musicians all the time and they all have similar stories like that. And, uh, it seems like a lot of them, I'm like, I don't know if you know, um, Oh God. Uh, what's it? Rich, Rich Redmond. He's the drummer for, I think Jason Aldean. And he was telling me like, you know, he was in Nashville and he was in all these different bands playing drums, different styles of music. And, uh, he just kept going and kept playing. And eventually he found Jason Aldean and then, you know, the rest is history. But like he said, like, there was a lot of people that were really talented that quit and then they didn't, you know, they didn't make it because they had to go do so. They had to go get a job. They had a family, whatever. And he just stuck with it. And so I think that's a huge part of it is sticking with it, which it sounds like you're willing to do. So, yeah, yeah, no, it's, yeah, I, I hear it, all the stories. I'm just like, yeah, I, I feel like it's, you got to go for it, especially like now when you're, when you're younger than like regret it later. And I'm lucky enough to have parents that are super supportive too. I feel like it, it you know, if they were like, you got to go to college or something, you know, if they're hard on me on, on that, then it might be a little more difficult, but they've been supportive my whole life of the music. I mean, whenever I needed to go to an audition or gig, whatever it was, they always would do as much as they could to get me there. So I'm very lucky to have that. It definitely helps. That's great to hear. Um, what about, do you feel like, um, that you're obviously you're giving up this college. So that's kind of a sacrifice. Do you feel like you're giving up anything else with your free time? Like your, your weekends now, a lot of your weekend is doing music. Do you ever feel like you're missing out or like, you know, you're missing out with uh, things with your friends or parties or uh, fun times like that? Um, I mean, it definitely does limit, like, I say like the social side of it, it does set some limitations, but at the same time, I think it's, um, Oh, sacrifice it's definitely worth it because it's what I'm mostly focused on I know like going to college like this part of your life is still like those first four years you know people are still like deciding what they want to do and it's meeting new people and and still kind of not having fun I mean it's college so you're starting out but it's still kind of a I don't want to say like laid back but it's not as like you're not into your haven't had like the start of like your main career yet. You're still figuring out, but I feel like I, I know what I want my career to be. So I want to be as serious as I can 
feel that even if that doesn't mean that it's less time for like the like fun stuff, whatever, I have fun doing the music. So I, I, I love doing the shows. It's always different, different crowd, different venues, different places. So it's always experiences that I, there's experiences that I guess I would be missing out on since I have, I didn't go to college, but I feel like I'm gaining different ones that you wouldn't get in college anyways. So I see, I see both. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not everybody's tried out for American Idol and stuff like that. So these are, you have some cool stories doing these concerts and things. And I think the future is very bright for you. I mean, there's a lot of things that have not happened yet that I I see hopefully coming for you. So yeah, it should be. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for doing this. Um, is so the new album or the new singles out now wasted my youth. And then there's going to be a new, are you going to release it single at a time or are you going to release a full album at some point or. Yeah, I think I'll definitely do drop some singles first leading up to it. So hopefully, hopefully pretty soon on that. Don't know a set timeline yet, but it is all in the works. So. Okay. People can follow you on uh, YouTube, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat too, I think. Right. I do have a Snapchat for my music. To be honest, I haven't used it in a while. That's I don't think anybody uses Because yeah. yeah. like some people be like, do you have a Snapchat like for me? And I'm like, I don't know. When I first started getting some people in California to ask me that, and I was like, I'll make one. So I have, I do have one. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, music, but. to see like the full songs, I would say Spotify or, or uh, uh, YouTube is probably the best. And then uh, TikTok is like more clips and things, right? Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Is there, um, I always end each episode promoting a charity. Uh, is there a charity that's near and dear to your heart or something you want to promote here at the end? Yeah. Um, pause for a cure. What is that? It's, um, uh, they provide financial assistance for people who have pets that are undergoing like non-routine medical procedures. Okay. That sounds great. Is that a, is that a local one or is that national? No, I think it's, it's pretty, I think it's pretty big. It's not a, but yeah, I, I, any like organizations like that, that's one that I've recently been, become like more aware of. I know there's like a lot of them, but it's something that's close to my heart because I've dealt with some hard things with uh, a pet that ended up passing away. So oh, that's the worst. Um, I don't think people understand. I just had a, a pet. I, I only got my first pet when I was like in my thirties and then the, he just mm-hmm. passed away a couple of years ago. And I was like, Oh, like I always heard stories of like people talking about that. And I thought people were like overreacting. I'm like, Oh no, it's like, it's terrible because you're so used to seeing the pet every day. And then it's when it's gone, it's like, it's huge. It's a huge thing. It's like piece of your life is missing. So um, yeah. I will definitely put that uh, a website in the show notes along with your website and people can follow you on all that good stuff that we mentioned. Okay, perfect. That sounds great. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Anything else you want to promote? Anything else? Any, uh, I mean, I guess the shows are on the website and yeah, check out shows on the website, um, social media and any updates will be posted on any of those. So. Okay. Thanks so much. Don't forget me when you're famous. (laughs) Thank you for having me. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Remember that name, Ariel Miranda. I think she's going places. So make sure to follow her on social media and watch her journey in the music business. I am rooting for her. Uh, Of course, I root for all my guests' success. And you can help by liking, sharing, commenting, all that good stuff on social media um, with my guests and with my show if you want to support us. Also, make sure that you're subscribed wherever you watch or listen so you'll be the first to know when we drop a new episode because I have some exciting guests lined up that you won't want to miss. So thank you for your support. Have a great day and shoot for the moon.